Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing today? I thought we'd do something just a little different because recently I did a special class for my friend Jane Hogan's uh, private private group. And it was about why starting small is so smart. And she said that I could share it with you. And it was a pretty good interview. So I want to say thanks to Jane for doing that. And I hope you enjoy. Thank you for being here. Hey there, Kelly here. And thank you so much for joining us today. I'm honored to have you here. If you're looking for tips, habit shifts, and shortcuts to fitness consistency and the freedom that feeling great brings, you're in the right place. As the fitness consistency coach with a touch of adventure, I've been helping smart, busy women embrace fitness and long-term freedom for over 20 years. I am so glad you're here. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Wellness by Design today. I'm really thrilled to have back for the second time my friend and colleague, Kelly Howard. So Kelly, welcome to Wellness by Design. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. I love this show. Uh, well, I love I love you. <laughs> I love seeing pictures of you. You're you're so adventurous. Seeing you like out whitewater rafting on, on your kayaks or whitewater kayaking, I guess it is, and you're just so full of fun and adventure. And I love that you're Thank about you. empowering women as we're in our freedom years. That's what I like to call right? it. Our freedom freedom. years, our, our second act, whatever. So I want to read your bio so that the audience knows about you, Kelly. So okay. uh, for over 20 years, Kelly has been connecting women to freedom and personal empowerment through fitness, consistency, mindset, fun, and adventures. She's changed thousands of lives with her Fit is Freedom podcast, courses, events, and books. A serial entrepreneur created and sold four companies. She's a former owner of BioCity Outdoors, the largest outdoor activity and social club of its kind. She's helped thousands of women enjoy and flourish on hiking, biking, and kayaking adventures worldwide. She currently calls Houston, Texas her home, but can frequently be found on rivers and trails across the globe. And I know that to be true because I've seen, <laughs> seen pictures of it. So Kelly, really happy to have you here. The title of our show today is Movement, Why Starting Small is Starting Smart. And uh, this month, actually, I've been focusing on movement uh, with my audience. And um, I really love your whole philosophy, why you, you talk about like consistency and not having to go like all out and so on. So let, let's just hear a little bit about your philosophy and how you came about sure. narrowing in on this. Right? Yeah, no. In fact, it's, it's actually kind of funny because for years I was like, you got to start strong. Let's start <laughs> strong and just go all in, right? And then I was talking to a client one day and she actually said to me, she was like, um, I've gone through everything in the course, but I really actually don't have any goals. I just want to wake up feeling better in the morning. I was like, <laughs> well, duh, right? Why didn't I ever think of that? Because when you, when you just throw everything at it, like I have this tendency to do, it's overwhelming. And mm -hmm. so I, I pulled back, okay, I'm going to just like preface this first of the year, you can kind of get away with that because you've got that like wave of New Year's resolutions yes. and all that stuff, right? 
the last quarter of the year tends to be that time of year where it's really hard to do anything because we're so wrapped up in everything else. And it's kind of like, I don't know, it's wrong to focus on ourselves because we've got a family and the, you know, everything that we have to care for. So I, I really like dove in and went, okay, if you started small, what would you think? And like one thing that you could think of is that instead of having like all these goals, maybe it was just like, how do I want to feel? Yeah. Because love that. when you say that, it's just like all, all the pressure's gone, mm-hmm. right? You just, it's no longer like, oh my gosh, I got to lose the COVID 50 or whatever it is for everybody, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, I hear this all the time, but it's just too much. So if we right. start small, And I think about it, it it's kind of like, it's like what you do, right? Like you're about all your life about building a foundation, mm-hmm. right? And if you start small with a foundation that's super strong, like something that really matters, then everything else gets easier. Mm, yes, I love that. I love the focus on how you feel, how you want to feel. Because um, when we set up these big goals for ourselves that are kind of, you know, seem like a good idea in the beginning, and then we don't meet them, then we feel kind of crappy about ourselves. And that's right. uh, like, well, I know from a healing perspective, from health and healing, that anytime you feel crappy, healing is stopping, right? So exactly. We- healing will only happen and pain and relieving pain and so on. That is only going to happen when we're feeling good. So I love this approach of yours, Kelly, about yeah. start with how you want to feel. So what would be some ways people would describe how they want to feel? I mean, you know, I want to feel good is kind of, um, yeah. So there's, I want to feel like I had a good night's sleep. Like, ah, that's a big one, right? Yep, it um, is. Because that kind of sets up the whole day. It's like creating your foundation for the day. Um, I want to feel like I have clarity in what it is that I really want to do. Not necessarily like, you know, it's so much, there's so much caught up in our bodies about how we look and, you know, what the scale says and what, you know, it's just like all this stuff gets caught up in our bodies. And if we stop and we go like, Um, what's going to make me feel better? What What's something that's going to make me feel like I'm living a life of freedom, right? What does freedom look like to me? Because like when you start thinking that way and you start thinking that way around, not just like this freedom about financial freedom or, you know, blah, so, 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 and so. It's about what am I going to be able to do when I want to go do it? Mm-hmm. That's like, to me, that's the ultimate freedom. Right. Because right. if we don't feel good and what, and feel good is different for everybody, but like for you, like you're taking all these people down the path of pain-free, which I think is the most important first step. I really do. Because if you feel, if you hurt, it's hard to move. Yeah. But then after that, you can go, okay, um, well, then what's the next step? And the next step is what's like my minimum daily movement? Because it's so easy to say, like, what's my maximum thing? Like, you know, I need to go to the gym five days a week and I need to work out with a trainer and I need to need, 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 and need just like, you know, it need us. It's like knee in your in the groin. Um, you want to to say, like, what's the minimum daily movement that's going to get me feeling the way I want to feel? Because it's not that I'm looking for an out for everybody. People be like, oh, you know, I mean, minimum daily movement, that's, you know, easy. But 
once you get moving, it's the old, a body in motion stays in motion. <laughs> yes. Right? It's so much easier. Like if you go out and you do that walk or you do that mobility work or you do that balance work, then it's so much easier to then follow up with whatever it is, you know, harder mm-hmm. cardio, some sort of fitness, um, right. strength, all of that. So start, just start. Just start. Just kind of do something, anything, whatever is the, you know, a minimal uh, amount. So that might be, for a lot of people, it might be going for a walk. Right. right? Um, you know, that's a, that's a kind of a daily, could be a daily thing. So how do you, uh, how do you suggest making these things habit yeah. and making okay. it something they're going to commit to? Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> In our group, we call it FPA, which stands for friggin' plan ahead. Oh (laughs) my goodness. Planning is what I love. (laughs) If you don't plan it, it's not real. It's just not. Like I I work with so many people who are like, "Um, so what are you going to do tomorrow? Uh, Well, I was going to decide in the morning. Like, no, no, you can't do that. Pick out a day. I prefer Sunday. And just kind of sketch out what your week looks like. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a big deal. Like for me, I have a little whiteboard on my, on because I'm very visual. I keep a little whiteboard on my wall. I sketch out my week. Usually Monday's my rest day because Mondays are very busy in my world. And then, you know, maybe it's, I don't know. Today, I think, was, was simply walking, balance, mm-hmm. and mobility, right? But I just put them all down. And then you just, you have to be willing to move it around because things happen, right? Right. Like in I'm in Texas. <laughs> we have storms, like, right? Rain happens. And so I'm not going to be able to go out and ride my bike tomorrow. So I flip it and do something different. So you've got to be willing to move it around a little bit, but still keep that, still keep that um, decision. Um, there's a better word for that. Still keep that commitment to yourself that, you know, you're going to at least move five days a week. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see people, you know, doing seven days a week because it's it's not sustainable. And actually, it's not really good for your body if you're if you're doing like a lot of hard stuff. But five days a week is usually sustainable, even with that minimum daily movement, right? And after that, then you can do it for a couple of weeks. Just like simple. I mean, my favorite my favorite go to is a little mobility work, a little balance work, a little walking. Right. And after a couple of weeks, then you just step it up a little bit. You've, you've built that foundation and now you can step it up. Um, the other thing that after, let's say, I don't know, let's call it a month, you want to make sure that you're not doing the same old, same old, same old to the point where you're bored. Because I believe a lot of times what happens to people is the boredom kicks in. When they're just doing the same thing again and again, it's like your body, right? Your body gets bored too. Yeah. That's why you have to shake it up a little bit. Right. But, you know, always have something in there that's interesting. You know, something like I have what I call my wild cards and my weekend are my wild cards. And wild cards are the things that like light me up. Maybe I'm going to go for a hike. Maybe I'm going to go for a paddle. Maybe I'm going to go for a bike ride. Um, It doesn't really matter. It's just that I know that I'm going to go do something that I enjoy. Um, Mm. And then the rest of the week is kind of my foundational work. Right. Okay. So, um, so we've got um, plan, plan ahead, minimum daily movement, 
be flexible to change it up in case right. of bad weather or something comes up. Uh, plan rest days, right? That's critical. And you said um, mix it up a little bit. So a little bit of mobility, a little bit of balance, and uh, a little bit of, um, well, you said walking. By that, do you mean like kind of aerobic? Yeah. You know, I mean, aerobic is, I have found is different for everyone. Okay. Right? Like a, a walk for me, because I do it a lot, um, might not even do anything with my heart rate. Right. But someone else who hasn't been doing it, they might only be able to go for 20 minutes and they're like, done. So right. you've got to you've got to trust your body, right? I don't think I don't think we're taught to trust our bodies, really. You know? No, I don't think we are. Yeah, and, uh, on so many levels. <laughs> uh, yeah, on so many exactly on so many levels. And if and if you trust your body, your body's going to say, "Done, it's time to stop," yeah. or you say, "Well, I think I've done I don't know twenty minutes or whatever it is," and your body's like, "We haven't even broken a sweat." <laughs> let's do a little bit more yeah right? so people and, need to be able to tune into yeah you know, when it's their body talking or when it's their like uh you know kind of laziness Chatter. talking if yeah that, that's not really the right word but you know wanting to believe that we haven't we've done enough when yeah. really our body could you know wants wants a little bit more yeah yeah in fact like you know if you look at any longevity study the the thing that matters is movement, right? Those people who are living to 90 and 100 and above are people who are walking places and they're, you know, they're doing a lot of things, right? But, you know, one of those things is a lot of movement. Mm -hmm. And so we don't have that, that, I don't know, I, I, right now in our world, the way that we're living in the last 20 years, we're very sedentary. And, mm. you know, we sit behind computers. I sit behind my computer, right? I'm at this chair way more than I should be. Mm, um, me too. <laughs> right? You know, we sit in our cars, we, you know, whatever it is, we get up, we go sit in front of the TV. Mm -hmm. And we have to shift that a little bit and mm -hmm. just make sure that we're, you know, we're getting that movement and we're giving our bodies what they need to stay healthy. I love what you said, Kelly, about planning it because, you know, that whole intention side of things like and that I'm like, wellness by design, right? It's by design. We, had, we exactly. need to plan things by design. The, the, so when we plan, we are intentional, which you mentioned, but it's also we by writing it down. I love what you said about having the board there. Uh, you're kind of making that little commitment to yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we're much more likely to follow through. There's got to be a little bit of visualization going there as well. You think, okay, I'm going to go for a walk on Tuesday, like, you know, or whatever it is, you know, you're starting to create that picture in your mind. And then our brains want to follow through on that. Right. So that's a really great tip is to plan it, write it down. And, and also like having it somewhere where you see it too. Right. Yeah. Having it where you see, it. you know, we're all different. Um, I mean, I'm super visual. Some people are more audio. You know, I mean, we're all a little different. But in yeah. the end, almost all of us have a have a piece of visual in us, right? Like we operate off our eyes a lot. So if you have yep. it where it's where you can see it, um, I like to tell clients to take it a step further. Like, yeah. if you're going to go for a walk tomorrow, then you're going to have your gear out the night before. If mm. you're going to go for a bike ride, you have your gear out. 
Um, it's if you're going to the gym, you have your bag ready. Remove because, barriers. Yeah, yeah. You've got always. It's like we've got all these roadblocks. Like if you if you just look at your day, there and roadblocks aren't bad. They're just like stop. Let's not do that. And the reality is, we just have to step around them. So if you've lowered those barriers, and one of them is you know having your having your gear ready, or um, like being willing to recognize roadblocks that could be there, like when I'm pretty sure we'll go, we go live during um, the holiday season with your podcast, right? So that's when food, right? <laughs> food throws us off. That's a roadblock. Guest, family, like outside commitments. Like you have to be willing to understand that you're, if you're looking at your week, it's not just what you want to do in that week, but what's going to be coming up in that week also, mm-hmm. right? Is your mm-hmm. sister coming to visit? If your sister comes to visit, what does that mean in your world? Right? For me, it means drop everything. I'm going to stay with my sister 100% and we're going to do whatever she wants to do, right? So that means that the wild cards are out for the weekend. Maybe I'm going to have to do some minimum daily movement then. But right. you know, you have to just kind of like really be willing to see what's coming up in your world. Mm-hmm. And and I guess there's one more little piece. The piece is, is that if it doesn't work, like if you miss a workout, if you twist an ankle, if you do whatever, you've got to give yourself some grace. Mm-hmm. Because when we get mad at ourselves, when we get disgusted because we can't do this thing or we're not doing you know, whatever it is we said we were going to do, then it comes back to exactly what you said. You can't change your body when you're annoyed with it. You can't, right. can't change your life when you're angry at it. Yeah. And the past is in the past. It doesn't exist anymore. So just always from now forward, from now forward. Um, I love that you said that. What about, um, what's your thought on on rewards? Like, you know, I've seen some places like even yoga studios or they have stickers, you know, you get a sticker for every day that you, that you're there and doing a workout, like that kind of thing. What, What do you think of that idea, Kelly? So, okay. Our brains love rewards. Yes. Right. Like that's, that's one of those things. That's why they created gold stars. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that rewards are something that are really good to use when you're getting started. Okay. So uh-huh. I can, I, and I can use the gold star analogy for myself. When I was a kid, I was like that dorky little kid in the corner reading all the time. So I wasn't really good at a lot, but I was a great reader and I got gold stars for reading. Like I read all these books, boom, got a gold star, got a gold star. And when I decided to first do do something called Sugar Freedom um, a few times a year in my group, and when I decided to do Sugar Freedom the first time, which is no sugar for you know 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, whatever it is, um, I was doing it by myself. And it was like a, a test. I was, I was the lab rat. I thought, ooh, this is going to be hard. How am I going to stick to this? And I remembered the gold stars. <laughs> so I got gold stars. <laughs> and then every day that I was sugar-free for a day, I'd put it on my calendar. Mm. And it was that streak that you didn't want to lose. So starting that the first time around, I needed all the help I could get. Right. And until it becomes a habit. Until it becomes a habit. Exactly. And then once it's a habit, then it's not as big a deal. But mm-hmm. I think that first go round, you're looking for everything you can do to make it work for you. And mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's so many little 
habit shifting tricks and tips and, you know, toolboxes that we have that like your audios, um, you know, using visualization, all of those things matter. I think it works like, how would I say that? I guess everybody's a little different, but the truth is, is that it works. All of these different things work. You just have to find the things that really work for you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So know yourself, start to pay attention. Notice if you did have a plan and you didn't follow through with that plan, why didn't you follow through on the plan? Um, Yeah. I mean, that's what kind of coaching is all about, right? Whether it's health coaching or anything else, it's like, let's shine a light on what, what came up and why it didn't happen. And, you know, whether you're okay with that, that might be okay, but whether like, was it a simple matter of, well, have your things ready in, in a bag ahead of time or have the yoga mat laid out ahead of right. time, <laughs> you know, what, or have the DVD player ready to go if you're watching a DVD, that kind of thing. So notice what the barriers are. Okay. I love that. Now, uh, one thing that you talk about, I, I know adventure is so big, for you. So let's talk about how adventure makes us powerful. Oh, well, I can talk for all, all day about that. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Let's, so, okay. Maybe not all day, but maybe just five okay. minutes. <laughs> well, I'll do give you the condensed version. Okay. I think that a lot of times um, it, it is changing. It is changing now. But for many of us, when we grew up, uh, being powerful in our bodies wasn't necessarily a thing that we were taught. And when I say that, it could be whatever it is that you like to do. I mean, that that feeling of being able to do what you want to do. I find that when I invite people on a retreat, like an adventure retreat, the first thing, first thing that comes up every time is, I don't know if I can keep up. I don't want to hold people back. Right. And it's such a pervasive, like, I don't like saying we all think this, (laughs) but it's such a pervasive thing that's come up. I think that most people, most women think this. So when you can learn to do whatever it is that you want to do and switch that off to some degree, then you are suddenly coming from this place of power that you were not working from before. Right. It's like, well, like you, when you did your hike up your the mountain, that's huge. Like mm-hmm. that's a huge place of power. And I think power is an important thing for us. Like power leads to the things that we want. So using adventure is first, you know, using it for becoming more powerful. But second is becoming, having more fun, right? Yeah. Like fun's not that thing like... <laughs> I, that's one of my driving values. <laughs> <Fun>. <laughs> I'm like an eight-year-old. You, you are a fun person. <laughs> but the truth is, is that, you know, if I'm not having fun, What's I've fun? learned why well, do it. It's not sustainable, mm-hmm. right? When we're, when we're forcing ourselves to do something, then it's not sustainable. But when we're having fun, then we figure out ways to do it. And to me, right. that's adventure, right? Like bringing that fun in, bringing that power in, Bring in the freedom that comes from whatever adventure matters to you. And it could be different for everybody. Like some people are, I've had people go, oh, like I'd love to try a stand-up paddleboard, but I never have. I'm like, that, my friend, is a no-brainer. Let's go. 
right? (laughs) You can do these things. And the more times people do things that they didn't know they could do, then the more times we try things that we didn't know we could do. Like it becomes a rolling forward of trying new things, having more Mm -hmm. fun, um, connecting with nature. A lot of adventure is nature. Yeah. Yeah. Nature is so powerful, so good for us on, on many levels, but having fun in nature and seeing uh, the power of nature and yeah. like this time of year where I live, we've got all the fall colors out now. And so it's a beautiful reminder of the seasons and that every season has its beauty and right. things change and that's okay. Right. That's okay. Um, I, I love that. Uh, the whole power trying things that you didn't think you could do and then accomplishing them and then continuing that is it's how we we build power we build resilience mm-hmm. we know that we are stronger than we thought we were right and uh that's how do you convince people if they ahead of time don't think they can do things how oh. do you convince them to okay. try them that's that's a great question there's two ways one way is that it's just simply training right okay like if you train for something, this is when, when most people fail at, I'm just, okay, I hate to even say this, but like, I'm just going to go back with the, the female thing. When most women fail at doing something they thought they wanted to do, it's because they weren't ready for it, right? If I'm going to take somebody on a big hiking adventure and they haven't trained, then mm, if they do do it, they're not going to have a lot of fun, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to hurt. At the end of the day, you're going to be exhausted. So I always suggest that our goal is to train to the point where we can do whatever it is that we are planning on doing and then go out and dance if we wanted to, right? (laughs) Go out to dinner, have fun in other ways. So you have to have that training schedule. And there's lots of ways of learning how to do that. I I have something that I call the messy method, which is like training for trails and trips and travel, because I think it's really important to to build, yet again, that foundation on top of the foundation on top of the foundation. And it it just varies. Like all all adventure has, you know, certain basics, right? Being able Mm -hmm. to move well. (laughs) Yeah. Being able to have good cardio, good strength. Um, But but being able to do those things. And then from there, once you've got far enough in that you realize that you've got that that base of fitness that you need, then yeah. you just need the knowledge of whatever it is, whatever the activity is brings. So that could be the knowledge of the gear, the knowledge right. of the trails. And you don't have to be like you don't have to be a specialist at these things. Like right. A lot of times people think, oh, that's, you know, that's a lot, that's a lot of stuff to learn. But I can, like, I was on a hike with a client before she was a, on a client, before she was a client, we were out on a hike, group hike together. And she said to me, oh, I could never do this by myself because I'd get lost. And I was like, no, you wouldn't. That's you just don't know how to read the trail. Right. And so I taught her. It was very, very simple, right? This was yep. a marked trail. And at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, she's going to lead. We're following her. Get us back. And she did it, right? Mm -hmm. Powerful. And then she was ready to do more. 
That that's great. So the preparation, like break it down. What are the little things you need to do? You're making me think of my my daughter now. Not that anyone in my audience or very few oh, people right. think would do She's a long like, distance runner, ultra marathons. Yeah, but you know I, when she did a she did the Tahoe 200, 200 miles. I mean. You can't actually do that ahead of time, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you can't right. plan it. You can't. You can't do it and and say, okay, you know, I've done it. And now I just repeat it. You can't do that. So you have to break it down to what you know you are capable of in each day, and then build on that. So, like she, I remember people would say to her, "How do you train for two hundred miles?" She goes, "You do a lot of running on tired legs. So you run and run, run. but that's the the preparation is." Um, is key to having the confidence to be able to um to, to follow through so i love that preparation they're all just skills and with the with the internet and youtube and everything that's out there there's so many in, in your courses right yeah we can learn how to prepare for these things so that we can um build the confidence so that we know that then we can do it right and we can True. be powerful so I, lo I love all that kelly i know you've got um something coming up uh your foolproof and simple mini course. So let's hear a little bit about that. Oh, so the mini course is, is I like, this is coming back to the keeping it simple, right? Starting small, because if we can just pick a few things that matter mm -hmm. and, you know, and keep them small and build on that with that foundation, then it makes everything, um, it just makes it, it, you know, in the end, what it does, it creates habits. Like right. really, I try and avoid the word habit because habit's kind of boring, right? You know, habit, <laughs> adventure, forget it. Doesn't sound fun to me. But the truth is, is that it is creating habits mm -hmm. that take you to where you want to be next. Right. And that's, you know, making small little shifts along the way mm -hmm. is nothing but habit shifting. Yep. And habit shifting actually can be fun because it's leading to something great. Right. Yeah. And your little things that you do along the way can be fun. Like, I, for example, I know when I first was in so much pain, like I like even I couldn't even walk around the block. Honestly, I couldn't walk that right. far. Uh, but I love dancing. So I would chair dance. <laughs> so oh, I nice. the music that I loved and I just would like rock it out in the chair. Right. Because that was something that was fun for me. So, yeah, I think starting small with something that's manageable, that's fun is really the key to building yeah. and building on, on those successes. So yeah. I really love that. I'm going to share a link to your course. Sure. Um, so uh, yeah, I'll share that link and uh, so people can see it. But I got one last question before Absolutely. we sign off. Uh, it's one I ask all my guests. Well, almost all of them, some few times I've forgotten, but <laughs> I remember today, what is one action someone could take today to improve their health or, or maybe not even improve, maybe like, upgrade it or take them on the road to magnificence or make them more powerful? What what would you suggest? Oh, that is such a big question. I know. And <laughs> it's that question that also like comes back to, I think values, right? Okay. If you understand what your values are, then you know what actions become easy. So for mm -hmm. me, my one action would be like, I would have to look at, okay, what's going to take me to a place of freedom in my life. Right. And if I know what freedom looks like for me, then, and I keep that in my, um, keep that in my front and center, mm -hmm. 
then everything else flows from it. Love that. Love that. So the freedom was, was your core value that was important to you. And, you know, I, I I wonder if most of us like that is a core value, right? Because, uh, for me, I do remember when when I couldn't walk around the block, I would picture myself climbing a mountain. I would picture myself on a sailboat. And to me, those are freedom, freedoms, right? right? That I that was my goal. I was working towards. So I would do my chair dance. I would, you know, eventually I could walk around the block and build up from there. And then, you know, then I was climbing mountains again. But having that value of freedom, I love that. And another one um, that you mentioned too was fun, that it was important for you to have fun. Like you might want to have freedom, but, you know, slogging it out in the on a treadmill may not be that fun for right. some people. Right. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I think for you and I both, and for sure. a lot of people, fun is important as well. And yes. <laughs> fun just makes us feel better. So uh, this has been great, Kelly. Thank you so much for sharing uh, all of your years of uh, helping women become empowered through fitness and, and having fun with it. So I, I really appreciate and I know the audience must appreciate as well hearing from you. So thank you so much for being thank my you. guest. Today. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. See y'all. Thank you again so much for listening today. I truly appreciate the opportunity to connect. If you're ready to incorporate fitness consistency into your life, I'd love to help. I have a special gift for you. If it's a struggle to stay consistent with your fitness, and you're ready for all the energy, vitality, and feeling great you can have, go to my website, fitisfreedom.com, and on the homepage, you can get a free copy of my Consistency is Key Masterclass, plus a fitness plan you can follow along with, guaranteed to get you started on your path to being fit and free forever.